7 to 8 p.m. Sport on with Tabiso Musia. Thank you, Greg, and a very good evening, everybody. And uh, thank you for uh, staying with us on SAFM and for joining us on SAFM Spot On. Uh, Tabiso Musia is me, and Katlaho Mudiba is producing, and Sylvester Komane is our technical producer tonight. And what a wonderful weekend of sport it was. I know I say that every Monday, but it was another great weekend. Uh, well done to Sundowns and Marispec United uh, for reaching the final of the Telcom knockout. There was also some Zanzi Super League action this weekend. Chris Gale finally getting a 50 in his last game for the Josie Stars and in boxing our man Deontay Wilder kept his promise to us when we spoke to him a couple of weeks ago he knocked out Louis Ortiz in the seventh round with a stunning right hand and it was lights out it was all over hopefully we can catch him again um, catch chat to him again in the near future after he defended his WBC heavyweight title for the tenth time and as he said on our show he will now take on Tyson Fury and uh, next year and then depending on what happens between Joshua and Ruiz that will likely be his next fight if he does get through. Also, a Tyson a Fury, but what a punch that was. And once again, congratulations to our under-23s. They are going to the Tokyo Olympic Games next year. It happened on Friday while we were still on the show, so we were able to highlight that uh, that nerve-wracking penalty shootout there in Egypt, and the boys are back home, and uh, well done to Coach David Notone. They're going to have to pick three over-age players now as per the rules of the tournament, so it's going to be interesting to see uh, who makes the trip uh, to Tokyo Egypt have already confirmed that they are taking Mo Salah to the Olympic Games next year as one of uh, um, our of their overage players. I remember in uh, Rio 2016, I was there. I think Owen Dagama had Eric Matoho. He had Itumel Kune. I can't seem to remember the third one, but I know those two were there definitely um, as part of the overage players. And also, uh, well done to the organizers of, of the Kayalami nine-hour race. Uh, what a day it was in Kayalami. I was there on the Saturday, and the turnout was really amazing. Uh, the racing was superb, thanks to the weather too, because it rained at night. Uh, but it, you, you can see that people are hungry for motorsport action and high-profile and high-class motorsport action in South Africa. And that's why the turnout was uh, so amazing on a Saturday and also well done to the Soweto Drift Academy guys you might remember them they were on our show a few months ago sometime could have been this year or, or, or late last year but they were speaking to us about how they want to take car spinning all over the country and go internationally how they want to be recognized as a sport because a lot of people think that car spinning is about uh, gangsterism and all sorts of uh, ugly things and they uh, they had a um, competition at the Kailami 9 hour race and they had an event on the sidelines there of the of the main race and it was so popular people were coming to see what was happening there at the, at, at the Kailami uh, racetrack and it was the guy spinning their cars there was an 18 year old girl a uh, school girl from Kimberley called Kyla she was amazing she beat a few of the boys she came second to King Katra all the way from Limpopo it was really really wonderful uh, to see how far these guys have gone and and how they've been accepted now by the motorsport industry so Pule and the guys well done to you also uh, but let's talk about the show tonight um, we're going to speak to the Blue Bulls rugby company as promised on Friday they will give us more details about mining businessman uh, Mr. Patrice Mutsipe buying a 37% stake in the Bulls and what they hope this will achieve also this weekend Sasko held their AGM where a lot came out 
A new vice president in Mr. Barry Hendricks was appointed. He'll start his duties next year. He could also be the man to take over then from President Gideon Sam, who has to vacate his post because he has reached the age limit of 70. And Netball SA President Cecilia Mulokwane was also voted into the board. The Minister of Sport, Natim Teto, also made a strong address to the to uh, Saskok, saying that they need to implement the recommendations of that Zulman report, which highlighted serious governance issues at Saskok. And the minister says once that is done, then funding will be released because, remember, next year is the Olympics and uh, the Paralympics. Uh, so we will speak to the out going president uh, Mr. Gideon Sam about that. Please feel free to call us at any time on uh, 0891 104 that's our studio number. Uh, also on WhatsApp we take voice notes on 061 4104 and our SMS number is 41391 and after the break we'll speak to the Blue Bulls uh, rugby company. For the story behind the action catch Tabiso Musia weekdays at 7pm so let's start then by talking about this deal that got a lot of people talking last Friday. A lot of people were excited, uh, looking uh, well, wanting to find out more about what it means. And uh, we've got on the line the Blue Bull CEO, Mr. Alfonso Mayer, uh, just to get more um, about this much-talked-about transaction. Mr. Mayer, good evening, sir. Thank you very much for speaking to us again on SAFM. Good evening, Tabiso, and... Uh Thank you for the opportunity to talk to the listeners. Firstly, just what do you make of the positive energy just around? There's been a lot of excitement. A lot of people have reacted positively to this deal. Yeah, I think we expected that, you know, we bring two of the, of the financial giants in South Africa together to support uh, the, the, the Vodacom Bulls or the Blue Bulls. You know, it's exciting times. Um, we're actually very privileged, you know, with, with uh, two such giants, you know, investing in, in the Bulls. Um, and I think, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's good things for the future for us. Mm. And how long does something like this take? How long was it in the works for? Well, I only started in January with the Bulls. Yes. And I immediately basically saw that we need some external funding, you know, to survive. Um, I think the first talks uh, started in uh, July, August. Uh, and I think we concluded this basically in record time. I, I must say... Uh, just for the listeners that, uh, you know, we've, we've reached high-level agreement at this point in time with either the terms of the deal, um, but obviously there's a number of contracts to, to follow, like shareholders' agreements, memorandum of incorporation, uh, and, and so on, just to conclude the deal. Um, and also we need to get uh, South African Rugby Union approval uh, in terms of the constitution, but we are really uh, positive that everything will be in place in the next 10 days or so. And I can see we saw on your website that you are keeping people updated. You've told them about the next step. You've told them about the finalization of contract. Uh, so there seems to be a lot of transparency here. So so how does it work then, Mr. Mayor? Does it mean Mr. Mutsipa was approached to buy in? Yes, I think, you know, there were a lot of speculations in the past that, that you know, it is it does make sense for for the, the Bulls, Vatican Bulls and, uh, and Mamalari Sundowns, you know, to join forces. Um, I think Mamalodi Sundowns have been playing a number of games at Loftus Fairsfield, using it as, as some, sometimes as a home base. Um, but, you know, those contracts were never long-term, and it was never a joint integrated strategy. I think what we're doing now is, is basically joint forces, and we, we'd like to invest uh, quite a bit of money into the stadium, into soccer, and into rugby. Uh, we'd like to make uh, Loftus Mamalodi Sundowns home. 
we, we'd like to, to host more events at Loftus with, with Mr. Mutsepe. And also, you know, taking it maybe one or two steps further. Uh, we've had talks at a high level at this point in time, and we'd like our detailed plans, you know, to follow now. But it is a dream of ours to, to integrate the fan bases, you know, taking sport, you know, to the communities. Um, uh, I think the reality for us is that, you know, we cannot uh, survive without uh, additional capital. And, you know, both Mr. Mazzetti and Mr. Rupert, and as you know, uh, is putting... Um, extra capital into in, into the company now which is mm. which is great for us so so uh, if if he was approached what do you look for in a person maybe that you uh, that you want to buy a stake uh, is it or is it just all about money or like you said is it the previous relationships that you also look at and how sundowns uh, and the bulls have been closed and how they've utilized loftus also no i don't think it's it's it's, it's only about money you know i think um I think, and I, I can't speak for Mr. Mitsepe and also for Mr. Rupert, but I think for us, I think, you know, as I said, the, the biggest thing is to integrate the fan bases um, and also integrate the communities. Um, you know, uh, I think there's there's a lot of synergies uh, to be had uh, by integrating uh, Mamelodi Sundowns and also the Bulls. Um, I think, you know, what we see nowadays is, is rugby, as a sport at, at Loftus, and I think uh, all the other uh, franchises will say the same, rugby in, in itself cannot survive on its own. Mm. And I think what we're trying to do is, is integrating basically soccer and rugby and other events to make Loftus Fersfeld, you know, a viable, a viable investment or a viable asset. At this point in time, we've been struggling uh, because Loftus, um, you know, needs some investment, uh, capital investment, um, we need we need to look at at the stadium in terms of upgrading the steel infrastructure, the concrete concrete infrastructure, but also you know the experience for people to come to Loftus. Um, we need to look at the big screens, which is basically now old technology. I think those big screens uh, were were implemented basically about ten years ago. It's old technology, so things like that. We need to upgrade. You know, we need to continuously offer our fans a better place to come and watch rugby and also soccer. Mm. And the biggest question over the weekend since the deal was announced was how much is 37% worth in the Blue Bulls rugby company? Basically, how much money are we talking about? Some reports have it at 60 million rand. Is is that on the mark or far off the mark? Yeah, I think I, I, I can't really speak on behalf of the shareholders in terms of exactly what, what type of investment. Uh, I, I can't say that those reports are inaccurate. Uh, but I think there's a much bigger opportunity. I think the the, the investment over time uh, will be much bigger from both both our, new, our shareholders, uh, Mr. Mazzepe and also Mr. Rupert. Um, you know, and also there, there's a third component to it. You know, it's uh, I'm talking on on behalf of the the company, the Blue Wolves company, but there's also the Blue Wolves Rugby Union, mm. uh, who looks after amateur rugby. We'll make we'll make long term annual investments also in the Blue Bulls Rugby Union to make sure that they survive and that they thrive, you know, because uh, in future, you know, more and more we will rely on, on our clubs and mm-hmm. schools to, to, to produce top-class rugby players because we, we are downscaling in terms of contracted players uh, according to a South African Rugby Union agreement. So we need to invest in club rugby, in amateur rugby and also schools rugby, you know, to, to make sure that we... We've, we, you know, we are strong in the future. Okay, we've got a voice note that's come through on WhatsApp on 061 Let's listen to that. 
Good evening, uh, Tabisa. Good evening to also Mr. CEO there. Can you please ask uh, Mr. CEO, are they going to be able to compete with the euro uh, and the uh, the dollars, with the Japanese clubs, French clubs, European clubs, in terms of players, um, in terms of the currency, because now they are the superpowers. Are they going to, uh, to be able to compete to secure players? And the second question, are the Blue Bulls going to host any test match next year? Uh, Springbok Test match, either rugby championship or the uh, in- incoming tour of Scotland and Georgia. Thank you very much. It's Libra here in East London. Hi, Tabiso. Uh, this is Zuko Smith, all the way from Macau. Tabiso, what does this deal mean to aspiring young black uh, rugby players, you know, for some kids uh, in the rural villages of Macau who wants to play? rugby are we gonna see the blue bulls doing like the titans is doing you know titans is having so many small teams like your your roses your northerns your easterns like they've broadened up uh the cricket so that many young players can come and play cricket how does this deal going to impact uh the communities you know are we gonna see the blue bull expanding or it will just uh, it will only be financially financial gains nothing for the young ones thank you okay thank you zico smith maybe let's start from there mr Mayor. uh what impact do you expect this deal to have in the community or what impact are you hoping it has in the communities no absolutely as i said you know this will give us the opportunity and also the ability to invest more in not not only in in black communities but in all communities um we've already started with that this year but i think you know once the deal is, is, is approved and, and the contracts are in place, it will give us, and, and especially the, 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 the Blue Bulls Rugby Union, the ability to invest more money and time in, in all black communities. I think we also would like to take you know, rugby to the communities. We'd like to take the Bulls into the communities. So I think, I think that bodes well for the future in terms of, in terms of investing, investing in, in, in the communities. In terms of the other question I heard was just, are we going to be able to compete mm. with the euro and, and specifically now uh, to be the yen uh, mm. becoming and Japan also becoming stronger and stronger investing in, 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 in rugby. It, it is difficult. Um, we will definitely, as you know, we've, we've lost most of our Springbok rugby players for next year. Mm. Um, we will definitely, I'm not, I hate the word, uh, the word, you know, developing a team. Um, but, you know, we will definitely play with a younger team next year. Uh, I'm very confident. As you know, we have won both the under-19 and under-21 competitions this year, the, the, the national competitions. So we've got fantastic um, young white and black players coming through our systems at this point in time. And I think we will gladly give them opportunities next year, you know, if they're good enough um, uh, in Super Rugby. Um, I think the other question I heard uh, from one of the listeners was about Test Rugby. Yes, do you have a Test match next year at Loftus? Yeah, we have not had any confirmation from South African Rugby Union. As you know, there will be there will be at least six Tests in South Africa. Uh, Scotland will play play the Springboks twice. Uh, Georgia will play once, and then we'll have the the traditional Tests against the All Blacks, the Wallabies, uh, Australia, and also Argentina. I'm very confident that we will at least get a test uh, next year. Uh, I'll be very disappointed if, if Loftus do not get a test. But yeah, we I think we're confident and we'll probably know in the next two or three weeks.
And just to just to be clear on that other question about competing with the Euro, are you saying the plan is not to go out and buy high-profile players? Well, we have we 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 have um, managed to to keep a number of high-profile players. We've got Trevor Yakane, as you know, uh, yes. Springbok. We've got Lisu Gaboko, uh, who will be with the Bulls uh, next year. We have also acquired a number of of, of senior players. Um, uh, Josh Strauss, if you remember, he yes, was captain, yes, Scotland. He, he captain captain the Lions at the age of 23. He's, mm. he's coming back to South Africa for two seasons for the Bulls. We've got Jean-Dre Kruger, who played for the Bulls um, mm. and a number of tests for the Springboks. Uh, Lock, uh, he's coming back. He's actually arriving next week. And then we've got Monet Stein, I think. Yes, uh, one yes, of the, yes. the best players we've ever had at Loftus and, and, a, and a great Springbok. Um, he's coming back to the Bulls as well for the new year. Okay, great. Let's go to Island and Sabu. Good evening. Thanks for calling us. We're speaking to Mr. Alfonso Mayer, the Blue Bull CEO. Yeah. Hello, Sabu. Hello, Sabu. Hello. Yes, we, we can hear you. Good evening. You can go ahead. Hi. No, no, it's, okay, hi. It's Sivu. It's Sivu. Oh, Sivu. Oh, sorry, Sivu. And, 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 and Maya. Uh, look, congratulations to the Bulls uh, as a team. And um, But... A, a, a whole attention and, and congratulations should also go to the guy, the man that you have next to you, uh, Mr. Meyer there. I remember when you had him, he had just joined the Blue Bulls earlier in the year. Yeah. And one of the things that he, he said, I mean, I think you had just, you know, he had, he had just joined the Bulls and you gave him the interview. And one of the things that he, he actually said is he wants to to take the, the, the followership of the, of the Bulls across racial lines. And, and, and this transaction is more than just a financial um, injection into the bulls, but this has got huge social ramifications. And um, such that a guy like me in East London, who is not that interested in rugby generally, you know, comparatively speaking, but all of a sudden now I see in the bulls uh, um, a team that I can call my own. And number one, and of course the timing is just impeccable. We've just won the World Cup. So, so congratulations to him. And and um, and all the best to the Bulls and um, and yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Sevu, there for that voice. Uh, I'm sorry for that uh, call from Island, and I just think it's just basically congratulating you there as you had Mr. Mayor. Let's go to the last voice note. Thank you. Good evening. Good evening. Talking to Renan Chang from Kumani, Queenstown. Titim, I just want to say this. I am very happy that Mutsepe bought the, the Blue Bulls stake. I'm just very happy because most of the people are going to gain in Pretoria. Just I'm very happy that Mutsepe put it because Mutsepe is a very kind man, can do anything for the Blue Bulls. Okay, great stuff. Thank you for that voice note, Mr. Mayor. I'll end with this question. Somebody's asking on uh, Twitter, Siko, if uh, does this mean the glory days are back at the Bulls or is it too early to get excited? I, I, I would say, you know, I think we need a little bit of work on that one. Um, as I said, next year we will play with, with a younger team, with, but we brought some experienced um, guys in. Uh, I think our goals for 2020 is, is, is fairly clear, although we need to work out the detail. Um, but, but I think, firstly, we'd like, you know, to be in a much better financial position. Mm. We'd like to invest in the stadium. We, we'd like to have more people at Loftus, you know, from all communities, um, I think from a rugby point of view, Super Rugby, we'd like to make the playoffs again like this year. 
Our junior teams will be defending their titles, uh, and I'd like you know us to defend that uh, successfully. Uh, and I think we need a much much improved uh, Curry Cup campaign next year. Uh, but I think you know in the long term we are very excited to be in this position. Uh, as I said, with two of the giants in in business in South Africa. Okay, looks like exciting times ahead, Mr. Mayer. And thanks again for finding the time to speak to us here on SAFM. And we wish you all the best with this uh, move and, 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 and also with the Blue Bulls. Thank you, Tobias. Thank you, sir. Appreciate the goal. Thank you. Thank you, sir. That's the CEO of uh, the Blue Bulls, Mr. Alfonso Mayer. Stay true to his word, actually. Like the caller said, when we heard him earlier on the show, he did say that he needs to look at what needs to be done, where the shortcomings are, and then um, he'll come back and just let us know what uh, he implements. And as he said, um, he says that he realized that the first thing is that they need external funding. And who do you go to when you need external funding in Tswane? You go to Mr. Patrice Mutsipe, and he eventually came on board. And uh, let's see... um, uh, what uh, h- how it turns out this whole uh, partnership and uh, Rory Sang I'm sorry I'm just seeing your tweet now after we've left uh, we'll let Mr. Mayor go but Rory Sang says I hope that the stake Mutsipe board will inspire the Bulls to attract top quality players who can compete in the Super Rugby 2020 uh, 2020 has to be a turnaround for the side it looks like they are, they've got a lot of plans just holistically not only on the field but off the field you heard him talk about the stadium talk about the screens and how they want to improve that how they want to attract fans and how they want Sundowns to play their home games at Loftus. I can already see those bring back HM Pitcher guys tweeting us after they had uh, that statement. That could be another conversation that we must have then uh, with Mame Lodi Sundowns.